I'm Sam Tobin. I'm here with Tim McKnight uh, with the Global Center for Youth Ministry at Anderson University. We're back over the summer. We had a great break, I believe, over the summer. Done a lot of great things. I tell you what, uh, we hadn't planned for this. this I'm, I'm going off script already. That's all right. That's good. Uh, anything happened this summer you'd like to share with everybody? We did a uh, number of camps. I did yep. um, and was in Texas doing a camp there and went to Indonesia and did some camp and youth ministry there. And then ended up in Tennessee, and so just a good summer with family and yeah. um, youth pastors as well. So it was good, good summer. Yeah, I, I've had a good summer too. We've done a lot of uh, home improvements and, and worked in my yard and just had a good time out there. And uh, we got news this summer that we're going to be at Conclave. Yes. Um, we've uh, shared that with y'all. That's exciting. Uh, we've got two workshops. You want to share a little bit about what you think you might work Yeah, I'll be doing here? youth ministry in a global context, and so talking about how can we make a global impact in youth ministry. And I think, Sam, you're doing some social media, right? Yeah, or, so or it's media and uh, youth ministry? social teaching is what we're calling it, and we're going to be looking at how you can use social media to help your teaching mm. uh, prior, during, and, and after your teaching session. So I think it's going to be really good. I'm, I'm looking forward to that coming up in uh, the end of January. Yeah, so if you guys haven't made plans, uh, Conclave is a great conference in Chattanooga. Great location. We got a lot of good people coming, and we want you to be a part of it. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about our sponsor, uh, CSB Bible. You want to share? We've got a new Bible yeah. here. So this is the Pastor's Bible, and I like the CSB. It's a great translation, very readable, and at the same time very accurate. And this particular Bible has some resources from, like, Eric Geiger or Matt Chandler, and so for particularly written for pastors. Yep. So, so I, I like it, and uh, CSB has uh, allowed us to have a copy of it, be able to look at it, and uh, I would I would recommend it to you. Yeah, that's great. Uh, we got a good, great topic. Yeah, we're right. talking about staff relations, relations right? Yeah, which is different than a staff infection. Yes, Two you don't want things. that. Uh, nope. You do want staff relations. You want staff though. relations. Positive, good staff relations. Yep. <laughs> uh, so uh, there's some challenges, right, to staff relations. I know everyone uh, who's watching us, uh, if you're on a staff for any particular amount of time, uh, you're going to run into some some challenges yep. there. Uh, it's because we're great. all human beings, yeah. and you know we're all in this process of becoming more Christ-like. Yes. So, and uh, uh, we'll make mistakes, right? We're pretty close to perfect, but almost perfect. But we have to work with other imperfect people. <laughs> That's right. And uh, no, we we have challenge. We have our own weaknesses and our own challenges. So, yeah. uh, you want to share a little bit about what some of those challenges are? Let's just kind of talk through that. And yeah, I think. When we were talking and getting ready, uh, Sam, you were talking about three different yep. um, items That's that true. come up between, especially between different staff members. Right. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So when we're dealing with the church situation, a lot of times we're dealing with people, uh, limited amount of volunteers mm -hmm. and those kind of things, limited amount of time. Uh, we, we all have time constraints, uh, not only in our own ministries, but sometimes outside of this ministry. So you might be doing... Uh, home visits or doctor visits in addition to all the kind of typical youth ministry work that you might be doing. Right. Uh, and then we have limited resources, so uh, funds and, and those kind of things. And so when you put that into the mix where you've got a staff of, of even if you have a staff of two <laughs> or on up, however many you have, uh, we're all vying for those mm -hmm. resources. And sometimes that brings up some, some conflict, yeah. right? some friction. Yeah. Uh, so, and that kind of brings up both of us have been youth pastors. Um, I've also been a lead pastor, and so I think today, as we're talking about some of these, Sam's going to kind of speak from the youth pastor yep. perspective. I'll speak a little bit from the lead pastor perspective. So, 
particularly dealing with this issue, one frustration as a lead pastor is if I have a staff member who kind of has tunnel vision. Yep. And when they talk about those resources and the time and the you know different things involved, um, they don't take the big picture. Yep. And use the big picture as their as their focal point. Sure. They're just focusing on their lane, and mm -hmm. so that can be a frustration because you know everyone should be on the same page as far as the church's mission, their right. vision, and so we're working together as a team to move that ball forward. Yeah. And so as a lead pastor, I want everybody to be kind of feeding in yep. to everyone else's ministry and encouraging each other. And I want like the children's minister to have the big picture and the youth minister have the big picture and then both be working together. Right. Or whatever that staff role should be yep. that you might have. So just kind of keeping the big picture, I think helps. Um, another thing I think helps is communication. Oh yeah, uh, that uh, sometimes there's something that may be under the surface, or you know we may be you know trying to get the same people yeah. you know as uh, servant leaders in yep. our ministry area, and just kind of communicating, you know, so there's not like a hidden agenda right. or or you know maybe even maybe we've been hurt you know yeah. we've never communicated and it, and it could be something totally unintentional right uh, it could have come through an email or whatever but bottom line. Keep the big picture um, and communicate. Yeah. I think those are two big things. I think you touched on, for me, what would be the key factor is the vision, right? And when you're vision-centered, uh, everybody is going in the same direction. I think when we start doing these kind of silo ministries, and I know a lot of churches have those. Uh, that's kind of the traditional way to set mm -hmm. it up. Uh, sometimes we can have competing visions. Mm -hmm. And I think especially for the youth minister, it's, it's important for them to realize that the pastor has been given charge over that church to oversee it. Uh, and so if we have a vision or if we're trying to do something, a mission for our own youth ministry, it needs to align with the church's vision. Mm -hmm. And therefore, we're not competing with one another. We're, we're on the same team, you yeah. know, trying to push forward. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, too, we get into some per personality issues sometimes mm -hmm. that happens. Um, uh, Maybe one's more extroverted than, than mm -hmm. the other, right? And and that tends to to have some friction there. But I think again, it's it's communication, yeah. You know, as you said, and yeah. And there's got to be a lot of grace there, right? Yeah. So it's like you know, most of us can't change our personalities, and none of us are perfect, right? So you know, really taking that pause and and me extending grace to you sure. as a staff member, you extending grace to me as a staff member, and saying, you know, God didn't make us all the same. Oh yeah, um, but he made us, yeah. and so, um, so seeing you know how we work together, and that actually is an example to the people who are following us, yeah. and that we're discipling because they're watching us to see how we how we interact, yeah. and so it can be, it can be a very positive thing, sure, or it can actually divide the church, right? Yeah, because once there's a split in, in leadership, that's going to feed down, mm -hmm. I think, and infect that. There you have a staff infection. Right, right that's right. That's, your, uh, that's where, where it happens. Where your staff, you know, you may have one staff member that's kind of leading a coup, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, yeah. And so we have to, to watch out for that. I think we have to confront yeah. issues when they're there. Uh, sometimes we have to confront staff members. Right. Um, and But I also think it's it's uh, good to uh, hang out together and mm -hmm. play together, I think. Yep. If you're always in ministry mode and just give, 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 um, sometimes that can cause some division. So to, yeah. to go out and get your disc golf out, right, yeah. and, and ask your pastor to go out to, to play with you or, or to go out to lunch, yep. those kind of things, I think is a, is a positive. Yeah. yeah, one of the things, as a lead pastor, I wanted my staff to have fun. I yep. wanted them to have fun when they came 
to to do their ministry. Um, that was actually one of my core values yeah. as in leadership, not the church's core values, but my core values right. is, you know, I, I wanted them to have fun. Yeah. Uh, but I also wanted them to be loyal sure. and, and talking about being on the same page, not necessarily loyal to me as a person, but loyal uh, to the vision and the, the yeah. mission of the church. So talk to me just a little bit about as a youth pastor from that perspective, yeah. relating to the lead pastor. So for folks out there who are uh, youth leaders, um, talk a little bit about how, how would you suggest they they relate to either the lead pastor or there may be like a, a group of elders, yeah. you know, who are leading the church. Yeah, that's a good point, bringing in the elders, because uh, sometimes it's not just the pastor right. who's leading. Yeah. Uh, you have your unofficial gatekeepers, right, that you have to be in. Um, two, I would go back to your vision um, and making sure that you understand what the pastor's vision. I think as a youth pastor, sometimes you come in and you're just wanting to brand your ministry and mm-hmm. have that great ministry in the town mm-hmm. and everybody knows about it and they know your logo and they know all these things. Um, and, and that's kind of a me-centered, even though it's your ministry, hopefully it's your ministry, not just you, but right. uh, that's kind of a me-centered approach. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to be at other side-focused. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, uh, again, that kind of comes back to the gospel, right, mm-hmm. that we're not only focused on the vision of the church, which hopefully is centered on the gospel, but the gospel mm-hmm. and being everybody looking forward right. uh, and outward. Um, because once we start to look inward, we start to get decay. Right. right? Uh, and so I think it's one of those things where you need to serve together, you need to play together, you need to talk with your pastor. I had a really great relationship, thankfully, with, with most of the pastors I work with. Um, but I had other frictions with other staff members. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, I think you, especially the youth pastor to pastor relationship, mm. that you need to talk together and hang mm. out mm. and go in his office and not just bring the next problem or crisis, but right. just to hang out and ask him about him and mm-hmm. his per- personal life. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It made a difference for me. Like if I, if a person on my staff took interest in my family, right? You know, or even knew my kids' names, yep. you know, and but vice versa, you know. So if you're sure. If you're a lead pastor out there and and you're wondering how do I how do I connect with my my uh, youth leader or, or youth pastor, uh, one thing I would say take the same interest that you would want them to take in you. Yeah. Take that in them. Sure. And getting to know their family, um, getting to know their personality. What do they like to do? Yeah. What are their hobbies? You know those type things. Um, also realizing that your youth leader or youth pastor has the has the challenge of taking the deep things of God, looking yeah. at Scripture, and we know from the 18 to 26-year-olds leaving, they don't want us to dumb it down. Right. So taking those deep things of God and relating them to a middle school student sure. and a high school student. So if you're a lead pastor out there, understand that's what your youth pastor or youth leader is trying to do. Yeah. So it's not just about uh, fun activities, which we do have. Yeah. It's not just about you know uh, going out and doing camp, which we do have, but... When we're at camp, it's not just right. you know doing rec. Yeah. It's it's, it's going diving into those yeah. deep things and looking at making disciples. And your youth pastor is looking at discipling those leaders and those servant leaders in the sure. youth ministry and connecting with parents. So yeah, so pastors understand all of those are part of of youth ministry. And so youth ministry has changed yeah. over the years. And so I really want to emphasize to the pastors: ask your youth pastor questions. Oh yeah, about about <clears throat> what they're doing in ministry and it may 
it may shock you right uh how how involved they are in in some of the things that that you may not even not even think about oh yeah uh and, and we won't unpack this here because this could be another topic all on its own but uh, also our family relations because i think sometimes you know our, our families can have have some conflict with maybe another staff member right. and, and that just leads <clears throat> to the friction at home and so i definitely say kind of watch that that's again mm-hmm. invite families eat together those kind of things yep. um but but yeah i think i think we've hit on all the kind of key points yeah. anything else i think the last thing just for the lead pastors i'd say shepherd yep shepherd and disciple your staff right don't just assume that they've got somebody pouring in you take that role because a lot of times they don't right they, i mean they don't everybody leadership's a, leadership's a lonely place <laughs> yeah you know and, oh yeah um and a lot of times if you're on a staff uh, in a staff ministry you don't know who you can turn to or talk to yeah you should be able to talk to that lead pastor yeah so lead pastor show yourself to be trustworthy uh for your staff show yourself to be someone who can hold confidences but also show yourself to be someone who wants to pour in and also learn from your staff that as you're shepherding them yeah they're also helping shepherd you as well uh, and uh, helping you grow and i think that relationship and open communication to me that goes a long way i definitely umbrella all of that in prayer i mean Mm. uh especially in my own life um when i had staff conflicts and things just start praying for them you'd be surprised at how that can change a situation you know and praying together right it's hard to be be mad at somebody who you're who you're in prayer with disgruntled prayer like lord please help tim he needs yeah (laughs) straighten him out Um, definitely pray for each other and and make sure make sure that you're always gospel gospel centered yeah. i think that would be a good thing so yeah. uh we want to thank you for joining us this time uh we look forward to all the great talks we've yeah. been talking about some great topics uh here coming up yep. and so we look forward in the next few weeks if you have a topic that you'd like us to talk to you about or talk to each other about uh would you just comment below and then share this video with someone uh, we get all kinds of good feedback when we're out at conferences and things, and, yep. and that's because of you guys and sharing. So uh, thank you for what you do, and we'll see you next time.